You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life, drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to another show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so delighted that you are here with me today. Tonight's guest is Coach Paula Swope, who is an author, speaker, and female empowerment coach. And of course, her specialty lies in the Law of Attraction field. Now, what is so wonderful about Paula Swope is that she is helping people in a completely different way than most coaches. With each published article, book, speaking engagement, and coaching session, she walks closer in the footsteps of a spiritual giant like her mentor, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Oh, he was so wonderful. Her life's purpose is to help others find their life's purpose. And once they find it, she helps clients to identify ways to live it every single day. Her work builds a person's spiritual capacity to the level that achieves wonderful manifestations. So I'm sure you're going to love our conversation today. So listen all the way through. You're going to love it. Before I forget, though, let me mention that I am looking for a permanent computer person who can do very easy production work for Law of Attraction Radio Network. You don't have to be trained because I will train you. And I also want a marketing rep for the magazine as well as the radio network. So if you're at all interested, please contact me at Jules, L-O-A, at Outlook.com. That's J E W E L S L O A at Outlook.com and talk with me personally. Well, today we find ourselves moving into another new year. This should always be exciting with brand new expectations. But if it's just another New Year's Eve for you, then I will invite you to sit down, grab a piece of paper, and write down what you would like to see manifest for you in the next year. I am asking you to not just accept life as it comes, but to plan what you would like to see happen. This can take as little as 15 minutes or an hour or maybe two, but get clear on what you want to see happen. Write it down then stick it in a box and then next year this time open the box and be amazed at how many things you manifested want to make ten thousand dollars per month well great i want you to get there too so write it down and feel the existence of it in your life how would ten thousand dollars per month make you feel and what would you do with that ten thousand dollars want to relocate into a beautiful new place well okay start drawing out the place that you want to live do a drawing of the house or the apartment or the condo and see for yourself 
what matches with your desires. Does it have a pool? Does it have a big garage? What does it look like? What does the kitchen look like? Want to find love in your life for the next year? Well, you need to feel the vibration of a new love as if that person is sitting right there with you right now. Feel the love you have for this person. Smile. Now, it could be an existing husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or love. It doesn't really matter. But if you are looking for love, feel the love growing so much that you are in more love today with this person than you were last year. Let it grow. And above all else, feel what it is that you want to create. You see, you, you, you are a brilliant creator. But if you're not feeling it with passion and joy, then you're simply wasting your time. That's how you create, by the passion, the joy, and the feeling behind it. Now, 2023 is a seven year. The number seven emphasizes introspection, emotion, analysis, intuition, reflection, seclusion, research, and faith. This is meant to be a quieter inner year in which you can learn the answers to your most burning questions. The number seven energy flows in an atmosphere of privacy, solitude, and quietness. This is the perfect year for manifesting, really, because you're honing in on your precise desires. It is constantly seeking answers to its steady stream of questions about life. It is seeking truth, wisdom, dignity, dignity, fulfillment, and perfection. This year, so are you. You are seeking all of those things. You're seeking more information about you as you become a shining light for many, many people. This is a powerful growth year for all of us. And that's a good thing. Just remember, we are attracting everything to us. The good, the bad, and even the ugly. No one else is responsible but us. We're not victims. We're victors. But we create all of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So pay attention. And that is what is important to remember. You just can't blame your way out of a circumstance because you created it for a reason. And that reason was because you needed to learn from it. Yes, we are responsible for the creation of everything. Do not stop it, but grow from it. And that should be our mantra for the next year. Also, I find Mr. Elon Musk so fascinating. Not only is, is he just as brilliant, or even perhaps more so brilliant, than Tesla, he stated something the other day that so surprised me. It was the absolute reverse of what I have been told since I was in high school many, many, many years ago. Musk stated on June 6, 2022, 
that earth could sustain many times its current human population and the ecosystem would be just fine. He stated we definitely don't have too many people. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Elon Musk, towards the end of May, tweeted out about how population collapse is the ultimate threat to mankind and also pointed out that there are not too many people on this planet as claimed by environmentalists citing population boom as one of the main causes of climate change. Now isn't that fascinating? And you know what? It shook me to the core. I've never heard this except from those from those warning us of overpopulation will destroy the planet. And yet what Elon said makes absolute sense. We are only on the planet for maybe 70 or 80 years individually, so the time frame per life does not justify the narrative of overpopulation. Now, isn't that fascinating? <laughs> I just thought you might want to have this little bit of tidbit of information. It, it just, I, I'm just blown away that it changed my mind after all these years. And after all, more and more information is flowing to us right now that is contradicting what we were told to believe after all these years. I got to tell you, this is a fascinating time to be alive. So let's take a fast break, and then we're going to be right back with Paula Swope. You're going to enjoy the show. I can promise you that. We'll be right back. You're listening to Law of Attraction Radio Network, enhancing the well-being of millions of listeners worldwide. LOARadioNetwork.com is heard through 25 different internet radio stations, as well as iTunes Radio, Stitcher.com, and our mobile apps. The Law of Attraction Radio Network, your trusted source of daily inspiration at LOARadioNetwork.com. Well, welcome, Paula Swope, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm so thrilled to have you on my show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> and you're all the way in Florida, vacationing, Santa Maria Island. How cool is that? Beautiful, beautiful place. You're very lucky to be there right now. Yes, Anna Maria is awesome. And um, it's not all commercialized up. And it's just it's just great. And as much as I love it, I don't want so many people to find out about it that it starts to get all commercialized up, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think they already know about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's so. been there a while. Yeah, right, right. But it is such a gorgeous, well, Florida is gorgeous anyway, no matter where you are in Florida. As long as the storms don't pop up, then you're in good shape. Mm -hmm. The storms have been crazy here today. And I live in Kentucky and it, it rains a lot in Kentucky. And it has rained for a solid month in Kentucky. And then I get to Anna Maria Island uh, yesterday evening and it's raining here. So it's got to pass. Rain's got to go. Well, 
you know, sometimes there's a reason for the rain. So we'll just let it go over there. But I, I do, I'm seeing you on video and you've got sun shining right now. So it looks, it yes. looks wonderful. It's definitely perking up in comparison to about an hour ago. <laughs> well, you know, that's us law of attraction people. We kind of have to go with the flow of life. And that is really the definition to you going with the flow of life. You know, um, now I know you as a self-professed former conformer, mm -hmm. thought snob, and I love this, master manifester. And you know what? That is the exact definition of an experienced and proven law of attraction teacher. That's why I just think that you are an incredible author and coach and the self-definition is is perfect well thank you thank you um the first thing that came to my mind I, several months ago someone i was at a uh, rejuvenation retreat and uh, my friend and colleague was hosting that rejuvenation retreat and she was asking us some questions and um it led to you know what is what is your life purpose and it just it took me down this path of thinking and I was like, well, I'm definitely not a conformer. And I thought, well, I'm former conformer, you know. Uh, so that's where I, I came up with that. It's when I was when I was asked a question about my dharma. And that's something I had never been asked before. And when you get asked those questions, it really provokes some uh, critical thinking. Oh, absolutely. But it is a really great definition. I like that a lot. So let's talk about how you got started in the manifesting arena. Sure, sure. So um, I am a 44-year-old woman. I'll be 45 on Christmas Day. Ah. And I was born and raised in eastern Kentucky. And I inherited everything that comes along with being raised in a, in a, in a place that is a deep poverty pocket. Mm. And I inherited everything that comes along with that. And I, and I, and I call it the poverty invaded mindset. And where I'm where I'm from is in the Appalachian region. And if you take a look at the data within that region, that poverty invaded mindset is as clear as cellophane in those numbers. Yes. And so I did not realize that I had inherited that just as much as I did my brown hair and brown eyes and high cheekbones until I stumbled across Dr. Wayne Dyer. Uh -huh. And a book of his just fell in my lap. And I was about 28 or 29 years old at that time. And I was absolutely miserable. I was miserable. I mean, I was living a life that wasn't worth living. And I just would say all the time, you know, why did, why has it got to be like this? And, and I would make this uh, statement that made people laugh. I would say, well, I've been put on this earth to be tormented. And I said that all the time. Well, what I didn't realize was my energy was so low that I was attracting all of that stuff in the financial issues, the disrespect, the toxic people, the perceived bad luck, which I know now luck doesn't really exist. Right. And so 
I, w- I started learning all of those things through Dr. Wayne Dyer. And those studies made more sense to me than anything ever had. Organized religion had never made any sense to me. None of that made any sense to me. And I, I believe, believed in God and, and I knew that there was a higher power, but I confused God, you know, with how I had been taught to view God. And I had been taught to view God as he, you know, was a, a male, not only male, but white, possibly Republican. <laughs> and then uh, just this person that sat on high and looked down low and dished out these harsh punishments if we didn't behave accordingly. And so Yeah. And you know what? That totally took the power away from the individual when we had to be controlled by this um, fake scenario. It took our power to manifest and create away from us. It told us, hey, you don't have any such powers when we were born Mm -hmm. with those powers. That's really quite incredible to think. Yes. And so through Wayne Dyer, you know, this started to all come together. And so I just threw myself into these studies mm-hmm. and it, it led me to the greats. I mean, it led me to Louise Hay and um, Eckhart Tolle and uh, Napoleon Hill and, um, you know, my, my background, my educational background. Um, I've got a, um, a bachelor's degree in political science and a master's degree in public administration. And so, you know, my formal education up until that point was completely, you know, irrelevant to anything I started studying. And so throughout the years, I just started, you know, to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And it was also fascinating to me. And now I am a uh, student at the Chopra Center. I can like legitimately say I'm a student of Deepak Chopra's because I want to continue to learn and grow. I mean, I want to know as much as I can, but in answer to your question, that's how I stumbled across all of this. And, and I think like most people that are like me, you know, I found it when all else had failed, Mm. but it had been there all along, but I was killing, I was killing my own power and the people around me were too. And so I call my transition going from havoc to happiness, because that's exactly what it has been. And my life looks nothing like it did right now, as it did when I first started this path 16, 15, 16 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And, and the people that are still standing that are around me have been like, how in the world did you do all of this? And I will tell them, but it just goes, you know, because your, your friends and your family don't really want to listen to you that much. (laughs) you know, that's true. That's true. That's a real well put, (laughs) but that's okay because you can still get through to them in other ways. Yes. Yes. You just have to learn that mysterious wave to weave in there. But um, this is really, really fascinating. So how do you explain the law of attraction to a non-believer? I would tell anybody that doubted this to people watch. Okay. And all you have to do is people watch and it will be abundantly clear as to why things are the way they are. 
And um, if you notice the stark differences in, in lifestyles, okay, if you take a look at my target reader, and my target reader is women who have been raised in poverty, you know, toxic environments, you know, that is who I, I wrote my first book for. So, um, take, you know, take a, take a look at that, at that female. Okay. She, she lives in poverty. And when I say poverty, I'm not just referring to money. Um, when you live in poverty, you don't have enough of anything. It's, it's scarcity and sadness all around. And when I use that word poverty, a lot of people, they immediately assume that I'm just talking about money and, and I'm not, it's, it's a much bigger picture because people who are born and raised in poverty expect defeat. Hmm. And because of all the trauma that happens to them early on in life, that leads to an anticipation of something horrible happening all the time. And that is a very, very common mindset. Um, within people where I am from. And so people in poverty work their fingers to the bone, but they never acquire any assets. Mm -hmm. They usually hate their jobs, but they willingly dedicate their whole lives to these jobs. And all they're doing is making someone else rich because mm -hmm. they have been taught to believe that that's the only way that they can survive. But then take a look at Kim Kardashian. And I'm just using Kim Kardashian because she is an extreme example of, of wealth, but I'm, I'm using her because everybody knows who she is. And so poverty doesn't cross Kim Kardashian's mind, period, because she expects wealth, whereas my target reader expects defeat. And so there's proof of these different thought patterns. I mean, that's to me, that's evidential proof of, okay, you are what you believe you are. Right. And women in poverty believe, they truly believe that they are not able to accomplish or accumulate the amount of wealth and happiness that so-and-so over here has because they have been taught to believe you know, that distorted view of, of what God is. And they just really don't know their own power. They don't know that their mind can create miracles. You know, they, they just, they don't know. I did not know. No one ever told me this. I mean, when I'm in elementary school and middle school, they've got me dissecting a frog and never told me anything about that my thoughts were creating my physical reality. No one ever mentioned quantum physics to me. No one ever mentioned manifestation or the law of attraction to me. And, and I know that nobody is mentioning those things to my target reader either. And so to me, there's, there's, there's evidential proof that you can see of the differences in a person's um, mindset. Mm -hmm. That's what I would tell anyone that doubted the law of attraction. Just take a look at the differences in people because God doesn't play favorites. No one is blessed more than another. I mean, I understand that some people are born at an advantage and some people are born at a disadvantage, but there are people that have been born at an advantage 
and they still screw everything up. Oh, yeah. You know, and so it's all in how you think and that trickles down to how you feel. And um, I mean, I talk to, you know, to people a lot that are skeptics of the law of attraction and I start, you know, you know, rattling off those examples about the differences in people's lifestyle. And I think it does kind of cause cause you to have, um, uh, you know, a light bulb moment, an aha moment, you know, huh? Well, that's true. You know, some people are sick their entire lives and then other people don't even go to the doctor and they're perfectly healthy. What other explanation is there except you are what you believe you are? Right. You know, definitely. Mm -hmm. So if, how would you go about explaining to a person who doesn't believe in the law of attraction, Mm -hmm. how do you explain to them that there really is? Do you give proof positive of what happened to you in your manifesting realm? I mean, is that how you convince people the secret, <laughs> the secret? Right, right. I have a lot of stories that I share with people, a lot of um, a lot of manifestation stories. And usually um, if you're at, usually the people who would ask me a question like that, they are on the fence. You know, they're curious. They want to believe, but they just they just, you know, haven't got their questions answered the right way or whatever, just for whatever reason, they're still skeptical. Um, I just would always explain it as, you know, you have an, an intuition and your intuition tells you everything that you need to know. And there are things you do that make you feel bad. And there are things you do that make you feel good. And your intuition is always pecking on your shoulder saying, do this, do that, do this, don't do that. Or just the way you feel about certain things. And if you pay attention to that and you steer away from things that make you feel just awful, then you're going to notice that you are going to be connected with things that make you feel good versus making you feel bad. And that is like the most simplest way that I could break it down to anybody who has no knowledge whatsoever, you know, of this. And then um, if, if anybody doubts the law of attraction, well, I mean, there's science, I mean, you know, quantum physics, it, it, you know, breaks it, breaks it down. I mean, we can change our whole physical reality with our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, you know, that I touch on a lot as well, but the, the storytelling really seems to resonate with people and the examples really seems to resonate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, uh, the experience that people get to live through you that mm-hmm. teaches them how to be able to manifest for them. It's, right. it's really good, but you have um, uh, the story behind your book, which is the law of attraction for sinners. What mm-hmm. is that story? Well, so I made some notes here because I tend to get off on tangents and I don't I don't want to do that. And so um, I'm going to keep myself on track here. So I came up with that that title because, you know, going back to what I was 
uh, raised and you know socialized to believe about religion and and God and and how the how the world works and and then I just you know really figured out that all of that is is just um, you know it's 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 a lie and uh, there's this um, idea that people have about sinners and saints. And people think that if you're flawed and you sin and you make mistakes and you you drink and you smoke and you use profanity and, you know, you just, you know, mess up all the time or whatever, that you're not capable of greatness. You know, you can't manifest miracles. And what I want to tell people is that is not the truth. You do not have to be Mother Teresa to manifest miracles. You do not have to be a saint to do this. I certainly wasn't. I'm still not. It's just about erasing old belief systems that are embedded in your subconscious mind that are holding you back. And you just don't realize that that's happening. And so uh, I wrote this book. I've got three goals for the book. And it's not, um, I mean, it's, it's not published yet. I'm in the process of querying agents and I'm brand new. And so um, I have to work pretty hard because my last name is not, you know, Kennedy or Kardashian. And so. Uh, <laughs> well, not- and thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I am quite thankful for that. But so there's three goals, you know, for my, for my reader, because I know what you have to do to make the law of attraction work for you because you know, although we naturally manifest, we're always manifesting. If we don't realize how this works, that's when we manifest all of the chaos and the things that we don't want. And so there's certain things we got to do to manifest in the things that we want. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that one of those first things is raising Mm self-awareness. And so the law of attraction for sinners will help you do that. And then once you raise self-awareness, then you can move on to working on strengthening your emotional intelligence. Managing your emotions effectively is a huge piece of manifestation because people like myself were taught to react to everything. You can't find a parking spot. Okay, well, your day is destroyed. You get into an argument with a coworker. Okay, you're going to react. You're going to tell that person off. You're going to go around the office. You're going to talk about it. You know, it's that kind of stuff that people do on a daily basis that just kills their, you know, their ability to manifest in good stuff because it's screwing with their energetic vibration. And so raising self-awareness and increasing increasing emotional intelligence, in my opinion, are like a, a prerequisite course to this. I think you have to do those things. It's the inner work before you can manifest what you want. And then once you do those two things, then the book will help you to make living on purpose a habit. You know, it will become your norm. And I have to say too about about the book, it's a um it's a spiritual memoir with a heavy teaching component. And the memoir piece is there for a, a reason. You know, some of the self-help books that I have read in the past were like watching paint dry. And, and so I really wanted to add in a component where, you know, you're, you're entertained. I mean, you laugh, you, you cry. I mean, the stories are just incredibly 
relatable to my target reader. And so there's nothing gimmicky at, at all about this. I don't make any, any unrealistic promises. I'm not one of those people that are out there misleading people, you know, by saying uh, you could manifest uh, whatever you want in 24 hours or three days or whatever. No, mm -mm. unless, unless a person's, you know, uh, energetic vibration is already so high, you know, that's probably not going to happen. And so I approach it very realistically and say, you know, if you do, and there's the tools are so simple and easy to use, there's not a learning curve. It's just getting into the pattern of being consistent with using these tools. And I tell people, if you do this every single day, if you do these things every single day, eventually you're going to start to feel better. And that's when uh, you are making some, you know, real progress with your spiritual growth. You know, I do want to go back to one point that you made, though. Um, it's issues that turn up in your life every single day. Mm -hmm. I think that they are very spiritual lessons, mm -hmm. giving you the opportunity to recognize them and to resolve them. So it's not so much of a negative thing. It's just more of a self-awareness as Wow. how you're bringing that in. So it's wow. a good thing to be tossed with these problems because then you can sit down and think, all right, now what's my responsibility in all of this? Yeah. And that's something that from childhood we have just not done. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing for issues to pop up and for us to sit down and just think, okay, now how did I contribute? And that's probably the most important thing with the law of attraction, mm -hmm. realizing that important component. What what was my play on it all? How did I involve myself in this? It's a real good self-awareness technique. Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that because I talk about this in my in my book and I and I talk about this, um, you know, on social media. I'm I'm always talking about this before, you know, pre, you know, uh, law of attraction guru Paula, you know, young, younger Paula, that was a mess. I blamed everybody for everything that went on with me. I never accepted responsibility for anything. And that's self-preservation. Yes. So that's a natural inherent thing that is within us yes. in our brains. So yeah, it's totally understandable. Yes. And so when I realized again, you know, that my thoughts were literally creating my physical reality, that's when I took responsibility. Right. And that's the, and that actually helped me to do a lot of the inner work that I needed to do because I was able to forgive so many people so much easier. I had a willingness to forgive. And when I was able to let all of that go, because at that point I saw it from a different perspective because I'm like, okay, I played a role in this too. It wasn't just so-and-so and so-and-so. -and -so. I was right there, you know, uh, you know, bringing it all in. That helped me to not only have empathy for those people, but it helped me to forgive myself too and forgive them. And that just made me lighter energetically. And I felt better all the way around when I was able to do that. 
but somebody had to teach me that. And that was Wayne Dyer, you know. Yeah. And isn't it wonderful? Wayne Dyer is still very much alive, even though yes. he's dead, because his books and his teachings, just as you were saying, continue to help everyone move to a or shift into a better position where they can take self-responsibility. It, right. It's really a great thing. I'm so glad you brought him up. I I love Wayne Dyer. L oh. Alive or dead, he is just, he's a wonderful, wonderful entity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just by finding him, uh, for someone like me at the time, it was definitely uh, meant for me to find Wayne Dyer. You know, there's 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 no doubt about that. And um, mm. and I kept um, a lot of things in mind uh, about my target reader when I was writing Law of Attraction for Sinners, because when I first heard Wayne Dyer talk, um, I was really intimidated and I, you know, he, you know, the word metaphysics and quantum physics, I was just intimidated by that because I thought it was something that I wouldn't be able to learn. Yeah. So my book is written with such simplicity that anybody can can understand. Uh, yeah. A child could could read this book and understand it. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that's because, good. Yeah. And and because I know my my target audience so well, I know that they fear the unknown. It's like, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, take Deepak Chopra, for example. You know, he is um, without, a, you know, without a doubt, one of the most intelligent spiritual leaders of our time. But my reader sees Deepak Chopra and their mind shuts down a bit because they are intimidated. They don't they can't connect. They can't relate to Deepak Chopra. Therefore, they're not willing to listen and, and willing to learn. But with me, they take one look at me and they listen to me and I remind them of home. And then they read my stories. And not only do I uh, look like them and sound like them, but my story is their story. And my relatability is what attracts them to me. And they trust me because of that relatability. Therefore, they're more willing to listen and to learn. Interesting. Where is Deepak Chopra? Is he still in South, uh, Southern California? The Chopra Center is in uh, Carlsbad, California. Right. Yeah. Close not, to me. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm not real sure there's still like a uh, bricks and mortar location, like after COVID to my understanding, uh, they're now doing the the classes virtually. Yeah, everybody is. Yeah, even we're doing that. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's the way to go, I guess, nowadays until everybody gets over the fear. Now, let's talk about that. The fear of COVID is very interesting because it's actually the fear that is creating uh, um, the myth, mm -hmm. I should say. Yes, it's making it much bigger than it really is. I still feel like COVID is similar to the flu. <laughs> yes, it, it. Well, I mean, it is, and um, I. I mean, I had COVID in um, March of twenty twenty one, and I. I mean, I completely admit, um, I you know fell for it all, um, hook, line, and sinker, and. I stayed so focused on not getting COVID because my mother-in-law was alive at the time and she had a lot of health issues. 
And so I helped um, my father-in-law take care of her a whole lot. And then my mother, uh, she was recovering from uh, open heart surgery. Oh goodness. And um, I was scared. I mean, I admit it. I, I was, I was scared to death to get exposed to it, being afraid that I would give it to them. And so I was so focused on not getting it that I got it. And I, <laughs> what a mystery. Where Isn't that the truth? That's how it works. It's absolutely manifested. And I didn't leave my house. I mean, I don't, there's no, no logical explanation as to why I got uh, COVID at that time, except that I, I brought it, I brought it in. I attracted it in. And, um, you know, it's fascinating. It's fascinating because I haven't even been vaccinated and I was never afraid of getting COVID. So I have never had it. And it, you know what? I've, I'm feeling healthy. People around me got it, but I never did. But it's like it is the mind and body thought process that, hey, it's no big deal. If I can get and get the flu and survive that, then no biggie. I think that the fear was pushed on so many people Mm -hmm. that it it caused the result to happen and to manifest big time. If the TV and and all of the commercial places hadn't gotten involved, it would have not been such a big deal. But they made it into a huge uh, life-changing ordeal. It's just like, it's amazing how we fall for that stuff. It's really amazing. That fear, we allow fear to Mm -hmm. totally control our life. Oh, my God, if I'm getting I'm going to die. No, you're not. Yeah, that's right. And I don't, um, I absolutely do not watch the news. I do not watch. Ah, Good for you. And I didn't watch the news before COVID. Like I had learned that lesson a long time ago. I don't need to worry over something, period, that may or may not happen. And uh, the news is orchestrated to um, make us fearful of everything. And and I And push us in a certain direction. It does. It does. And it puts you in a position to where you're worrying over something that you cannot control. Mm -hmm. And so that just doesn't make any sense. But then when COVID hit, I started watching the news again and it was, I would just turn it on, you know, to get, you know, what I needed to know about COVID. And by the time that that five minutes was up, I was scared to death. It was stupid. It was stupid. And I have learned um, so many lessons from that whole experience. I really have. You know, what I learned is that for everybody who talks about the fear mongering of COVID, there are other doctors out there who's trying to tell you it's nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. So it's like tuning in to the right place. And I prefer to go to the doctors that say it's no biggie, just relax, calm down. That's what really released a lot of initial fear about that, that you can survive it. It's not such a big deal after all. It really is the flu. And a lot of people do die from the flu, but they also wait. So mm-hmm. there, there is proper education out there if people would get away from the fear mongering and get to the logical explanations and, and go from it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And everything has changed now. 
yeah. like the, the science and the research that's out there. It's all yeah. changed. It's, it's completely different than what we were told. Uh, and when, well, COVID surfaced March of 2020, about that time, you know, in the, in the United States. Yeah. So take a look at what was said then and what is said now. It's it's starkly different, and so um, yeah, it's um, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up uh, because COVID, oh my goodness, um, did a number on um, people in poverty, you know, and you you bring in something like that to um, a population that is already fearful and already struggling, and the. Um, uh, the data just it, it doesn't doesn't look good at, no. at all for, for that region since since COVID. And I think you know the law of attraction people, mm-hmm. they are so smart mm-hmm. because they can watch something. And I'm going, wait a minute, I'm feeling fear here. I'm going to switch this off and go look for something else that's yes. going to make me feel better. That's what makes me so happy to be a law of attraction follower. It's mm-hmm. like you're using your brain. You're not using your fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you actually manifest. Yes. The, everything good in your life. You stop focusing on the fear of black to the fear or no fear at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all good. It's all God given. It's all ether given it's it's just a magical way of living your life that's real yes. that can't be disputed that's right it's all scientifically documented and that is why you and i are in this field yes because it is it, it is just so doggone exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i mean i am incredibly passionate about it, Um, you know, to the point that I walked away from a very fruitful career uh, in fundraising uh, to pursue a brand new career path. And that being a, you know, self-help author and um, thought leader and spiritual influencer, you know, I'm that passionate because I'm convinced that if people who are raised and still live in poverty and toxic environments, if they could just understand how this how this works and that they are not destined for disaster, that they are just as powerful as any celebrity or anybody that they make the fatal mistake of comparing themselves to. If they could just get a take to learn and get a taste of it and practice the lifestyle, I'm convinced that the the census data in certain regions would look way different, you know, years yeah. down the road. It's like a it's like a collective thinking thing. It's like there's, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people sequestered in these poverty pockets, and they're all thinking the same things, and they're all expecting defeat, and they're expecting sadness, and that's what they get. Exactly. You know, the law of attraction is about logical thinking. That's yes. that's the truth of the law of attraction. It's mm-hmm. not fear. It's not all happy and glory. It is factual. Right. And it's real. Yes. And and yet we discount it for everything else. It's like, wait a minute, let's get back to basic. Law of attraction is basic. Mm-hmm. The basic everyday application of living. That's all it is. Yes. And it's it's up to people to stop the fear 
and to get into it to create the life they want. Mm -hmm. And and you're giving people the opportunity to learn how to do that as I get to bring on people like you that get to help the world. So it's it's a good a good mixture here. Anyway, that's all we have time for today, but I I've got to tell you you are terrific and I really want people to go and and go to your website and actually contact you for coaching. So you send them to your website. What is that? Paula Swope. It's www.paulaswope.com. And I just want to mention before we um, end our time together here, I do offer individualized coaching, but my most popular service right now is my uh, 30-day manifestation challenge. People Ah. love it. They love it. They love it. I'm offering a discount code right now that you can use at registration. You can register on my website. The code is MANIFEST5, and MANIFEST is in all caps and then the number five. Um, But there are people all over the world taking this challenge, and they are seeing real results. I mean, they, they really are. And it takes you through every piece of the inner work that a person needs to do in order to make the law of attraction work for them. And I designed it with my younger self in mind. And the one thing that I needed during that spiritual transformation was support. And so I designed this challenge to have support built in at every single angle. You even have access to manifestation buddies through our private Facebook group. You know, that's where our challenge alumni and current participants live. Uh And it's a very interactive, safe, non-judgmental space for people to go and share their manifestation stories with like-minded, non-haters, that want to see what's best for them and they aren't jealous of them and intimidated by them and fearful of the law of attraction. So it's just a really, it's turned out to be a really, really special thing. Great. And so how do they get a hold of you? Um, you could go to my website and all my contact information is there. Um, it's polyswope.com. That's S-W-O-P-E, polyswope dot com. That's right. And you can find out all of the things that she's offering. Uh, I urge all the listeners to it's a very gentle way of mm-hmm. learning how to do the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. That's, that's easy. great. It's easy. And you walk with a smorgasbord of spiritual tools. And it's not date oriented. And so you can um, start and stop whenever you want to. If your 30 days is up, you want to start it again, you can do that. And when you register, you get lifetime access to the private Facebook group. And so that means you can always do all of my, you know, participate in my live workshops and stuff like that without paying any additional fee. And the manifestation challenge is only $37 anyway. And coupon code, you get five bucks off. So it's $32 between now and January the 8th of 2023. Wow. How wonderful. That sounds great. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Paula. Really appreciate it. I have to have you come back on and deliver more valuable information to all the uh, listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope to see you soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. And to all my wonderful listeners, have a great week. And don't forget to ask the universe for a sign. 
Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.